So, welcome back to Mothman is Our Friend. I'm Megan. I'm Nicole. And today I'm going to be talking about the Flatwoods Monster, also known as the Braxton County Monster. So, the sighting of the Flatwoods Monster happened on September 12th, 1952. Things that were happening in 1952, because I don't, can't tell time really at all. (laughs) So this is important to me. The first Mr. Potato Head was being sold in May. Singing in the Rain premiered. Mm -hmm. And the English translation of the Diary of Anne Frank was published. It's a big year. Yeah. I, I, it's weird that all those things are happening at the same time. I know. I agree. So the Braxton County has a population of less than 300 at the time okay. of this sighting. So I feel like that's important to know. <laughs> that is not very many people. And the story is uh, the following. It starts in the evening when two brothers, Fred and Edward May, and their friend Tommy Heyer were playing at their elementary school. To give you a read on ages, the youngest was 10 and the oldest was 13. So they all see this fireball come down from the sky and it crashes on a farm nearby that belongs to G. Bailey Fisher, which is still a private property. Can't go to the site because people there are not kosher with that. (laughs) Um, And so like any kids, they wanted to go check out the fireball. So according to the Braxton, West Virginia site, uh, the May brothers home was on the way to the farm. So they stopped in and they're like, mom. There's this thing, and we're going to go check it out. It was a flaming ball of fire, and now we're going to go have to look at it. So, of course, like anybody's mom, she was like, absolutely not. That's surprising. (laughs) You were in the 50s? (laughs) I guess that's true. Honestly, very true. But, I mean, they do end up going. She she just was like, you're not going by yourself. Okay. I want to (laughs) go. Yeah. So she ends up... uh, calling their friend his name was eugene lemon and he was a national guardsman at the time oh, wow. so i was like kind of a weird connection to have <laughs> in the population of 300 <laughs> flatwoods <laughs> but all right weird flex but okay <laughs> so like i said there's there's a lot of kind of uh discrepancies in these mm-hmm. stories and so the site that i was looking at the west virginia site said there were six kids, the mom and the family dog, Richie. Mm-hmm. However, the there's there are interviews that Ivan Sanderson did, who was like a he was a writer at the time and he did an article about this and things like that. So he went and interviewed people. But he said that there were as many as 14 people who ended up in this weird parade to go see the fireball. <laughs> so, there's a lot of people. What a fun parade. Yeah, exactly. So they're having a really good time. Yeah. So they they all decide to go up. So again, it's anywhere between six to 14 mm-hmm. people. And the only other name that I know is... Neil Nunley and he was a friend of the kids so most of the people who went on this adventure were young like mm-hmm. little um and so it's Children. like literally yes exactly it's literally the mom and uh the national guardsman Eugene Lemon who like they're the only adults present and I don't like not that I don't think Eugene Lemon was an adult but right. I think he was like a young adult so it's it's like most of these people are pretty young Okay, so they they hike up and they get to the crash site and there's this pulsing red light. 
Lemon shines his flashlight and is the one who reportedly saw the monster first, mm-hmm. but they, they all turn and see it. And here's the description that everyone gave. Again, there's so many reports and they all are just like, there's so many discrepancies between uh-huh. them. So I have two different quotes from Lemon who saw it. And he said it was, quote, a 10 foot monster with a blood red body and a green face that seemed to glow. But then the other quote says, quote, man-like figure with a round red face <laughs> surrounded by a pointed hood shape. <laughs> so, uh, that face, I mean, guess she was too beautiful to really remember yeah. what what <laughs> the actual description was. They were just so blinded by her beauty that they could not remember. I, yeah, I feel that on a spiritual level. <laughs> so... He also thinks that uh, it might have had claws, but there is this really heavy mist or smoke or gas Mm -hmm. that was kind of flowing around the area and made it really hard for him to tell. But Mrs. May said that it did have small claw-like hands, clothing-like folds, Mm -hmm. and a head that resembled the ace of spades. So... They're, they're all seeing the spade, at least, is, is the <laughs> common thread here. And that That's there's something going on part. with the face. Yeah. Um, I believe she's also the one who said that it was floating about a foot and a half off the ground with no feet. Okay. So that, that's also a claim that people have is that it was floating. Mm-hmm. Another account says it had what appeared to be a dark metal dress. So again, that's another really... <laughs> common again it's uh-huh. like it changes but it's all kind of within the same realm maybe they're just bad at dis- describing things yeah i, <laughs> I think they really are <laughs> everyone's like uh it's a drape it's a dress some kind of cloth it's metal i don't know so yeah it's definitely they definitely get a little weird mm-hmm. So Andrew Smith, who's the executive director of the Braxton County Visitor Center, said that it floated quietly, but was shrieking as it came towards the group. <laughs> quietly, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I really like that, because, like, if I crash-landed uh-huh. and a group of six to 14 people <laughs> came up to ogle me in the middle of the woods, yeah. I would be pissed. And then they shine a flashlight in your right. face. I'd be like... You have got to go. I cannot be. I can't deal with this right now. I, my it. ship's landed. I'm embarrassed. No, I, have a, I have an audience. Yeah. So I completely, uh, I really relate. Identified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and her would get along. So there's also another account from Lemon that says it hissed when it started towards them. So it must have made a noise and it definitely stepped to them. It was definitely ready to put up. But... A lot of the other details are pretty foggy, so people really can't agree on anything <laughs> when it comes to the Flatwoods monster. There are also other accounts that make the monster out to be anywhere from 10 to 17 feet tall, but 10 seems to be the average <laughs> okay. answer, so she's it's really tall. Similar to the Mothman, actually. I remember some accounts it was 5 foot, some accounts it was 10 foot. So there's yeah. <laughs> there's like a ten foot. I think I, I think I would also be. Difference. I'd have a hard time guessing a height of something. Like yeah, I I got I I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I probably would too. But that's like a long, a large margin. <laughs> I know, <that's> <laughs> like, <true. laughs> like a huge margin of footage. Like maybe within like five feet, I could even. <laughs> right. see, but man, they get pretty wild. There's also from Ivan Sanderson's interviews, he said that someone else was on a hill, Mm -hmm. like 
way far back and was using binoculars to look at the crash site. And that guy said that there is a pear-shaped craft that had landed. And when it landed, it it dug into the ground. It was this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So there there is supposedly a a craft that went along with the Flatwoods Mm -hmm. monster. I'd like to note that Ivan Sanderson said that he interviewed all the people who were involved in seeing the crash and the monster and said that all of them were spot on no matter how many times he asked them the same question, okay. no matter if they were in groups or if they were individual. So they are just which, contradicting each other. So but. that's what I'm I like. So Ivan Sanderson was like convinced that this, this had right. happened and these people saw something. And the, the interview is really interesting. He makes a lot of really good points. But then I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the the web the I don't know the the curators of the website uh-huh. trying to like smash the story into one thing. Right. I don't know where the miscommunication came from. So it could be time or like retelling of the story that's making the other people kind of have foggy details. Right. But Ivan Sanderson says that they all pretty much coincided with each other. And then he even said that there was like one little kid who he interviewed and he was like, well, when you saw the monster, what did it have glowing red eyes or Mm -hmm. some, some sort of question. And the kid was saying, well, I was too small to see. I couldn't see it. And he said like, that's not really common. Like if, if if you go through and you see a monster and things like that, or if you're making up a story, it's not common for you to be like, well, I didn't see it. So that's why he was like, I'm pretty convinced uh, that happened. But I, he also said that they taped all the interviews that they mm-hmm. did. And I didn't find those, but I bet that those are really interesting. <laughs> I would really like to hear those. But anyway, they, they said it was accompanied, the monster was accompanied by a terrible smelling gas. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty unanimously described as sulfurous or rotten egg-like. And it was so bad that it made a bunch of them physically sick mm-hmm. to the point of either nausea or throwing up, which lasted for days. Oh my God. This is kind of an important thing, yeah. so I just want to say to remember it for later. <laughs> okay. But the side effects that they were experiencing are apparently extremely common to the ones you have from inhaling mustard gas. Interesting. Yeah, so just put that on the back <laughs> okay. the burner for a little while. Um, so at, in the end, they all end up running away, and Lemon and Mrs. May go to the police, but they don't find anything. Uh, they go out later that night, and they don't see anything there at all. They don't smell anything. Mm-hmm or anything like that so i think like most of these stories people are pretty split on whether or not they believe the group Mm -hmm. Uh, but apparently edward and fred are still alive and Mm -hmm. they still say that they saw it so i mean i believe them they're pretty old (laughs) and i don't really know what else they have to like (laughs) life out and so i don't know but yeah and those are the two the two kids of Mm -hmm. mrs may who were the ones who saw the fireball so i i also tried to look up other sightings of monsters similar to the Flatwoods monster or alien encounters or things like that. Mm-hmm. So that I, just to see if it was not specific right. only to the Flatwoods, if this was something that could reoccur. So according to Ivan Sanderson, there are at least six other lights that were seen across West Virginia that mm-hmm. night. Uh, when he visited the sites of the ones that are reportedly crashed, he found circular depressions in the ground about 15 to 16 feet across with three hoof-shaped holes around the outside. So there are also a couple of stories on the Braxton County website about how people saw similar monsters to the Braxton County monster, but 
these are kind of debated. Okay. <laughs> on on other other sources, these are a little bit debated. One is from Audra Harper, who claimed to see it when she was taking a shortcut through the woods near her home with a friend in uh, Heaters, which is about five miles away from Flatwoods. Mm -hmm. The other is from George and Edith Snitowski, who claim they saw it when their car broke down in this strange creek, which is 20 miles away. I really couldn't find anything else on these accounts. And when I tried to find any kind of repeated encounters with an alien resembling the Flatwoods monster, I didn't. Like, just, <laughs> just through a Google search... There was nothing, but the Braxton County website had these two on there. And then when I further delved into those, it seemed like people really believed Audra Harper, mm -hmm. who um, she she took this shortcut through the woods with her friend. And apparently she took that shortcut all the time. And after she saw the monster, she never went in again. So she she never took that. That's fair. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, yeah, I believe her. But the other people... The Snitowskis mm -hmm. were just driving through and they said that their car broke down and that something the the Flatwoods monster like jumped over their the hood of their car and like put his hand oh on God. the car and all this other stuff. <laughs> it was like all this stuff and people are like, I think that they were lying. <laughs> and it, it came out like way later I than see. um you get than, too yeah. detailed with things, it gets suspicious. Yeah. It's also yes. harder to lie yeah. about. Yeah. And uh, apparently like some of the people in Braxton County like kind of got to the point where they were really they didn't want to talk about the event and so I feel like the the, the Audra Harper mm -hmm. from what I can tell didn't give like a lot of explanation mm -hmm. she she kind of gave her story and was like that it, it wasn't embellished she, right. she was very much I think she said that she saw like a fire and she thought people were fox catching oh okay but then she saw the monster and she ran like immediately. And I think that was, that was like her whole story was like, that was, that was it. But then, yeah, the other people had like all this other stuff going on and people were like, I don't really think that's what happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, those are the other ones, the other encounters. And I'd also like to go over claims of disbelievers. So <laughs> I like to take in the account of, you know, like, Ways it could be explained mm -hmm. or, you know, other things. So the claim was that this was happening during the Cold War, where people were really afraid of communists mm -hmm. and the Soviets having nuclear weapons. Uh, apparently, four soldiers from Braxton County were killed in Korea just a few months before the oh. sighting of the Flatwoods monster, which I thought was extremely interesting. Again, like such a small right. population <laughs> for it to happen like so coincidentally like that. Uh -huh. There were also a lot of claims of UFOs coming across the nation during the time, mm -hmm. with some articles even appearing in Life magazine. Mm -hmm. So apparently, like, pretty pretty, pretty close to this time. Yeah. yeah, like, in Life magazine, they were like, it's hey, there's aliens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that was a pretty, pretty hot topic, mm -hmm. apparently, at this time. So, like I said, the incident was heavily recorded, and I think it even got to the point where locals were pretty over-talking about mm -hmm. it. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. But it was even put under the Project Blue Book, mm -hmm. which I also thought was a really interesting. interesting thing to note. I mean, especially like with the mustard gas and things like that. Even if it's if if it wasn't an alien, something. Yes, not good. <laughs> not a great look for whatever was happening. So yeah, that that was is pretty pretty bizarre. I also think it's really important for me to talk about their visitor center slash museum slash gift shop because I'm a huge sucker for those things and I find them extremely mm -hmm. interesting. <laughs> 
So again, I went for my birthday, dragged my friends there, and they did not want to be there. <laughs> but I enjoyed myself, and that's really all that matters. But they have this little store, and it acts as their visitor center for Braxton County. But it's also a museum for the Flatwoods Monster. And it's also like a little gift shop where you can buy your little Flatwoods stuff. Good. Very cute. It's so cute in there. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff in there, like original newspaper clippings and locally made mascots. But they also have a piece of the tree that the monster had been beside when apparently, or oh. and then that apparently started dying right after the incident. So ah. that tree no longer exists there because it just straight up died. But they have a piece of wood that they took uh-huh. off of it. So I think that's really interesting. They also, this is like a side note, and I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was really interesting. They have a lot of Japanese memorabilia in the museum, and Roadside America even says, quote, until only a few years ago, the Flatwoods monster was more popular in Japan than it was in Flatwoods. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I, I remember when I walked in there, I was like, is this like a thing? Like, this is so weird. But I, I really tried to research this because I wanted to know, like, what the origin was, right. like, why they were so interested in it. And the only thing I could really find was that it's featured in a lot of video games. Okay. And apparently in Japan, it's called the three meter tall monster. Oh. Or no, the three meter tall alien. Okay. So, <laughs> I just thought that was a really interesting um, uh-huh. tidbit, a little, little fun info. So if anyone has any clue uh, as to why this story and monster picked up so much in Japan, I really want to know. I'm very curious. I don't, I don't know. But then they also, I think the Flatwoods monster also brought in a lot of revenue later, like after uh, the commotion kind of died down, people were trying to get more revenue for the city. They started a junior chamber of commerce and the electric company was coming into town. So all these kind of things, all these things were kind of contributing to boosting the economy. Uh, so there's this man, there's this cute little documentary sort of thing on their website. Yes. And I watched the whole thing, which <laughs> I was really interested in. But they make these lanterns. Mm-hmm. It started later, like I said, in the mid 60s mm-hmm. as a fundraiser. Um, but they're still being made today. And I... I have one. They're oh, very cute. They're really precious. I think they're $30. You're, you're supposed to be able to buy them online, but they have them in the gift shop. And they also have them at a gas station in West Virginia. Oh. I'm trying to remember what gas station it is. I can't remember. But it, it, it apparently the lanterns are a hot commodity. <laughs> but there's like this little local, this little, little ceramicist who, who has all the molds mm-hmm. and they make them and I think they said they do it like once a month. They make like a ton of them and then send send them out. So pretty, pretty cute. And then the fire department of Flatwoods apparently sells specially designed Flatwood monster shirts as a fundraiser. <laughs> and I just thought that was very wholesome. And I really appreciated that fact. Um, it's also a pretty good shirt. I tried to find how to buy one right. on the, the internet. And I, I think that they don't sell them on the online anymore or they ran out of stock and they just never restocked them which is sad but they're getting they are definitely reaping the benefits but i don't necessarily think um they're exploiting the monster yeah yes and i i don't necessarily think the flat i i don't know it's so bizarre because i feel like the flatwoods monster is like one of the main cryptids Mm -hmm. that i hear about but we see the picture of like the 
face with the yes. big eyes, <laughs> like a cloak. Yeah, yeah. But I, I never like. I don't know when when we went there, they didn't really seem like it was that big of a deal. So <laughs> they also have these chairs that that they created uh, I think there's eight of them and you can go on this tour it's like this whole loop and you take a photo in each of the these they're giant they're like humongous okay. um, the so yeah so but I don't think they make any money off of those okay. I think it's just like a, a project that they did and they they have a, a campaign now called free Braxy uh-huh. and they have a whole story about how the the Braxton County monster Braxy is being chased and detained by the men oh. in black. So, <laughs> Love that. so they have a whole campaign for free uh, free Braxy, which is pretty fun. But yeah, so that was a, the Flatwoods monster. It's a very interesting story. No matter if you believe in right. cryptids or if you just think it was a military thing, but military thing very seems- interesting. Well, I also wish I like lived in a small town that just was known for the like monster. Yes, my friend yeah. has a friend who's from Roswell, and she does not like telling people she's from Roswell. She says a different. I don't know what city she tells people exactly, but she thinks she's sick of the alien questions. But yeah, she'd be proud. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'd be like, yes, let me answer all your cryptid questions. But yeah, I I definitely like. Again, we visited, mm-hmm. we, my, my friends and I that I went with go out of town a lot mm-hmm. to how, strange where is, places well, How far is it from you? The... From me? Yeah. Or from, from Mothman? I guess, yeah, sure. <laughs> from either. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's like four or five hours, okay. but from, from Mothman? Mothman, it was like, oh man, I don't remember. It was either 45 minutes oh, or pretty, an hour and 45 close. minutes. Yeah, it it wasn't. I mean, it was bad for them. They <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah, like, but oh, it, I was having a great. That's time. what matters. Exactly. We we went to the town, and on one hand, like it kind of feels like not that you're not wanted, but right. it's like you definitely stick out. Uh-huh. Everybody knows everyone in that town, so when there's someone new, they're like, "Oh, you're here to see the flower monster." Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, but we, we didn't really stop in anywhere except for the visitor center. So, um, we didn't really have a chance to, I, I didn't really get a feel on what the actual tone was. Mm -hmm. There was this like diner, um, right down the road next to one of the, the first chairs, Mm -hmm. um, that we took a photo on and we didn't stop in there. We thought about stopping in there, but it was like, also the town was just so cute and we, we kind of discussed, we were like, I wonder if there's like an Airbnb uh-huh. or something. We should come back and just spend Stay, a weekend yeah. here, like just see what they have. And they were also having, um, I'm going to get this wrong because I don't remember per- specifically. I think it was like an inner tube racing okay. contest at the time uh-huh. that we were there. Because when we went into the museum, they were like, oh, our mascot's not here right now. He's at the, oh, at the contest. <laughs> we were like, wait, what? And then he ended up coming back okay, in. Good. So but they were they were having like a an inner tube contest. That's it's fun. like so so cute and wholesome. I know. I was like, this is great. So um so yeah, I I definitely we were interested mm-hmm. in just staying there just because it was such a cute town. It was so like sweet and like the houses were really cute, everything was really sweet, and we we were only on like that main street mm-hmm. really. Um but yeah, so it's definitely 
definitely an adventure. I really like going to the small towns. Oh yeah. And just, just seeing what the feel is there. But Well, I'd like to go there some soon. Probably can. Yeah. Close yeah, you... I, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, um, when you move. Yeah. I feel like it it's more um if I again, I like don't remember things very well. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> it's more west and west Virginia or east, I mean. More east and east oh my gosh more (laughs) east and west virginia Virginia. (laughs) so um i feel like it would be closer to where you're moving yeah maybe every weekend (laughs) yeah yeah just go go to point pleasant and then visit the (laughs) everyone yeah i know they can't see it but i'm wearing my mothman oh good I thought it'd be a good one. Yeah. I should have worn my Flatwoods Monster shirt, probably, but you know. I was like daydreaming about like getting um, when you're talking about the gift shop. It's like I want to go to the gift shop and buy Flatwoods Monster boot. I I bought a shirt and a hoodie, uh-huh. and they glow in the dark. <laughs> so like I when I first got it, um, I like showed my mom, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, "We have to go into the bathroom. We don't have like any windows in one of our bathrooms." So she like turned off all the lights, and she was like, "Wow." <laughs> I had a glow-in-the-dark yeah. shirt that I got at a company touring of Phantom of the Opera. And I didn't know I it was glow-in-the-dark, so I, like, woke up scared to turn it to bed. I bought a patch for my jean jacket, and it it's like a ghost patch, and it glows in the dark. And I had no clue, so I turned off all my lights. I was, like, going to close my closet one day, and I was like, what the hell? It scared me so bad. I was like, oh, my God, there's something in my closet. But it's a good prank. Yeah, so yeah, glow in the dark <laughs> just really gets the blood pumping. If you have a, it's cool until you don't realize you have a that junkie it's glow friend. In the dark. <laughs> yeah. Just get a glow in the dark anything out and it'll just scare the bejesus out of them. Well, I hope everybody enjoys the Flatwood Monster. If you have a chance, I would say visit the merch. It can't be beat. <laughs> so yeah. Um See you guys next week. Yeah. See ya.